On today's episode, we are talking the lifestyle, a lifestyle that many people don't understand will be discussed right here, right now with JB. After 18 years of being together, her and her husband decided just a short three years ago to join the lifestyle. She believes that their relationship is stronger and that it brought them closer together because it requires them to have open communication and trust within their marriage. So you're probably wondering why we're talking about this today. Well, it's because Talk Sexy to Me is meant to educate the masses while offering uncensored, shameless conversations about sex, relationships, intimacy, and self-love. So do us a favor, sit back, listen with an open mind, and go ahead and grab those headphones if you're at work or you have little people around. Because remember, this podcast is intended for audience for 18 and over. Have a great listen. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Today, we're actually going to be talking about the lifestyle. Yep, you heard that correctly. We're going to be talking about the lifestyle. You all are probably trying to figure out what type of lifestyle are you talking about, LaShanta? Well, I posed a question on Facebook one day and, um, you know, exactly what does sexual wellness mean to you in the term sexual health? And there were so many responses that I received in reference to the subject matter. And I was just absolutely excited to get, you know, some positive feedback. Well, I mysteriously received a inbox speaking of this lifestyle um, and I, I needed clarification. You know, before I further this conversation, can you please tell me what lifestyle you're referring to? And that response was swinger lifestyle. So I want to welcome my host. Sorry, I want to welcome my participant this evening who has um, asked me to keep her name anonymous and out of respect. We will absolutely do that. Um, We don't want to make anyone comfortable, but we're going to go ahead and get started. And I want to ask her a few questions about the lifestyle. So my very first question to you is, can you tell the people exactly what the lifestyle is or swinging for individuals that know that term instead. I can't hear you at all. Really? There you go. Wonder why. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question again. Okay. All right. Actually, I'm just going to start from the top and then we can ask again. Cause now I can hear you, but I didn't hear you say anything the first time I was like, is she, is she talking? Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do you have a headset or something in? No. No. Okay. Do you have a headset? That might be a problem. Mm, let me check. Let me check and see if Brian left his here. Am I like making this complicated or what? 
you no, not at all. You should have seen. I'm laughing. I laughed at all of the outtakes me and Myra had earlier. I was like, girl, we are so comical. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know if you can hear me better now. I can hear you perfectly. So okay. I'm just going to go ahead and give that moment of silence again, and then we're going to um, start from the beginning. Okay? Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on our podcast today. Today, we will actually be discussing the lifestyle. You all are probably trying to figure out what lifestyle I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about the lifestyle slash swinging, however you want to describe it. Um, a couple of months ago, I posted a question on Facebook about what sexual health and sexual wellness meant to individuals. And someone inboxed me and said, hey, you really need to talk about this subject because this subject has such a um, misconception. There's a stigma with this subject. So uh, I was like, okay, well, why not? Let's, let's do a podcast about it. But out of respect for her, we are going to keep her anonymous because that is what we're all about. We're about providing a safe space for not only our listeners, but the individuals that we interview. So when she inboxed me, the funny thing is, I was like, okay, before I go any further, I need you to kind of define what you mean lifestyle. And her response was, you know, well, they used to call it swinging back in the day. Okay, great. That's exactly what I thought you meant. But I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't necessarily want to um, just go ahead and throw that out there. So I'm going to ask her a few questions today, just so we can get a better understanding of what the lifestyle truly is. And um, if anybody was interested in getting into that lifestyle, how they would do it. So my very first question to you is, can you just tell us exactly what the lifestyle is or what swinging means? I sure can. Um, it is open relationship, non-monogamy, um, you know, we choose to share each other with other people sexually or just as friendship wise. Okay. So I, I hear you say as friendship wise. So not necessarily um, just all sexual. Like you could talk to just, oh, great. Because I think the misconception is when you are in a, um, in a, in, in the lifestyle, like everything is sex, sex, sex. Oh, this person's having sex with this person. And you just mentioned that it could totally mean friendships. So I guess my question is like, is there a certain type of person that becomes a swinger? Like who are swingers? <laughs> um, yeah, that is a good question. And, you know, when I first got into this, I was kind of um, wondering what kind of people we were going to run into. Um, you know, cause you have that whole seventies vision of what swingers are in your mind and, and it's right. not really a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, we've, the people we've met that come from all different societies, you know, it could be your next door neighbor. It can be your high school principal, um, at your kid's school. It could be an eye doctor. Um, we have found that the majority have been in, uh, long-term relationships, usually more than 10 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, more than 10 years. I guess that's really interesting to hear because, um, you know, again, the misconception of 
swingers are, oh yeah, I went to this club and I hooked up with this individual, right? Like that's generally what you'll hear sometimes in the communities because people aren't, they don't know. You know, I went to this club and it was so fun and I hooked up with so-and-so and I ever seen them again. And you're like, I don't know if that's like the true definition (laughs) of what the lifestyle really is. And I can honestly say that, you know, um, for us, it's, it's dating. Basically we meet people, we date them. Mm-hmm. And then if there's chemistry, it goes from there. But other sometimes it's just where you find out that we're great friends and that's all that is. So it's just pretty much dating and not just going out and hooking up mm-hmm. on the first date. That's great. So I heard you um, mention that, you know, everybody kind of believes, you know, you even had that belief that the lifestyle and swinging kind of resemble like what you see in this, the, the 70s, right? So is that when that kind of surfaced? Like, is that when the lifestyle surfaced or do you know when it surfaced? You know, I'm pretty curious. We've, we've read a few books and I, I should have actually kind of looked it up, but, you know, open relationships have been around for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as far as the United States, I think that um, there was a big community in the twenties that, um, had this going on. And then, you know, of course the sixties, the hippie generation really brought it back. Okay. Um, Okay. So it's, it's not a new thing. It's not a new thing. Um, maybe some different terminology. I don't know, maybe different terminology because like, you know, like you and I discussed before, you know, when you said lifestyle, I was like, uh, let me just clarify. <laughs> We're talking about the same thing here. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you mentioned, well, they used to call it swinging. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. So I, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what made you like decide this is what you wanted to do. Well, it, we kind of accidentally fell into it. Um, we kind of enjoy being voyeuristic so we went to a club to do that didn't Mm -hmm. really know about the swinging society the lifestyle um, until we started meeting people there and and learning about it and uh, the more we talked about it with each other the more exciting it sounded so we started dabbling as far as you know meeting people you know going out on dates with them and maybe you know soft swapping making out things like that that's how it all started Okay, so I guess my next question is, like, where do you meet people? And when you're meeting people, like, are there rules? Are there any principles? Um, How does that go? Um, Generally, we go to clubs and meet people. There are some online communities. Um, Okay. You know, so... Online dating, basically, sometimes then you meet up for dinner somewhere. Um, But most likely, it is at a club, um, because then you could actually talk to them and see if there is some sort of chemistry there, if you're interested at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be the hardest thing. Um, Online dating in general is just tough, right? Because in all all transparency, uh, like, I downloaded plenty of fish, and I've deleted it like 15 times so (laughs) it's always like uh hey girl show me your boots 
type yes, deal. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. So um, I, I, I'm personally a firm believer that I have to, you know, meet with you one-on-one and let's see if there is some chemistry and let's talk face-to-face because, I mean, if, if there is not a spark or anything, then psh, I'm just not going to waste my time. And exactly. I could see that being, I could see that being really important, you know, when you are planning to do something like this and you're already in a relationship, you want to make sure that everybody is comfortable when you're doing this, right? Yeah. And that's the so. hardest thing is finding, mm-hmm. you know, another couple that you're compatible with where both of you are interested in, in the other two, vice versa. Right. So have you found that to be difficult? to find um you know I think we've been pretty lucky but I know that it is hard for some people um Mm -hmm. I've heard you know some of our friends talk about it um but yeah it is hard for most people but we've been pretty fortunate we've had some pretty good strong relationships um with other couples so that's that's really good that's really important because who wants to (laughs) Who wants to get into another relationship and that relationship is like womp womp, right? Exactly. Like you feel like it's causing you more heartache than than pleasure, right? And yeah, it, it you know, being I'm sure being in a lifestyle has nothing to do with heartache. So um, you know, and I'm I'm sure that there are some people that will beg to differ, right? But when you get into these relationships, I'm pretty sure it's like, okay, this is what I want, this is what I need. This is what we need, you know, and you guys work towards that goal together with finding those partners that will, um, that will actually, I hate to use the term benefit you, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, benefit, whether it's just like extra conversation or, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah okay so I did just say benefit like are there any special benefits to you know being in a lifestyle versus just me and my partner being together well obviously obviously there's one big benefit you know um you get to kind of have sex with other people (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and and for some people that we know They've been married to the same person since high school and never have had sexual relationships with anybody else. So it's been mm-hmm. a very eye-opening experience for them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one of the main main benefits. And then another really huge one for me is that we can be who we really are, you know, yes. without judgment. We can flirt. We can, you know, talk openly about everything. We don't have to worry about, you know, oh, watch what I say because, you know, a coworker's around or whatever. Like, we don't have to worry about that at all. And that is the best part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's actually pretty amazing. Because I think, you know, sometimes, and I spoke about this on a another podcast that sometimes we get into the habits of kind of not being ourselves and not being true to ourselves and censoring ourselves to where we're just not happy people. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, because that's what we're doing. But when we can be be our authentic selves, then, you know, this is amazing. And, and I want to go back to that, that factor of you saying you're able to have sex with another person. 
And that's really big because you and your partner have a mutual agreement, right? That this is what we're going to do and we're both okay with it versus I'm going to just go find another partner and I don't care what you think about it, you know? So I I really think- That's (laughs) cheating. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's cheating. That's cheating. But, you know, you you also, like you bring that up, uh, there's a lot of people out there, here we go with those misconceptions, right? There's a lot of people out there that say the only reason people are in the lifestyle, the only reason people swing is because, you know, it just gives them a pass for cheating. Like it's just mutual cheating or um, I didn't want my significant other to cheat. So I said, okay, I'll just go ahead and do, you know, um, do it. Have you heard that before? Oh, of course. You know, I've heard that Mm -hmm. from a lot of people not in it. And you know, what they don't, what they don't understand is that, you know, when you share something with somebody you love, it's the most amazing experience ever, you know? Mm And I just forgot what I was going to say to add to that, but I'll probably remember here soon. Okay, no problem. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked you before, you know, how, how did you find your people, right? And you said that you were in clubs, there's online communities, but um, say for instance that I decided, all right, I'm going to do this today. Now, I don't know how I came up with that decision so quickly. But I'm going to do this today. Where in the world would I start? Like, would I just start at? Because for my, for my listeners that have no idea where I'm at, I'm actually located in the Houston area. So there are several clubs around the Houston area. Um, you know, and I'm just wondering... Would that be an okay space to start? Would you recommend starting somewhere else? Um, No, I mean, I I would recommend starting at a club so you can just go back, you know, sit down in the back somewhere and just kind of observe what's going on and get a feel and an idea of, you know, the environment and what's really happening. mm -hmm. Um, That's what we did. And um, it just kind of opened the door. Because it got rid okay. of that visual of the, the, you know, cheesy, swinging, orgy parties, right. et cetera. Right, right. So, um, and, and I want people to know, too, that when you go to these clubs, you don't have to have sex right off the bat, people. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, will generally think if I go to this club, I mean, I have to have sex. I, full transparency here, I am all about voyeurism. So, <laughs> like, there is a time that I've gone just to be, like, I'm naturally a people watcher. Like, I, that's just me. But when it comes to the act of sex, I'm even more like, whoa, uh, how did you do that? And I may <laughs> take some, <laughs> I, I may take some tips or two. Home, but I, you know, I do want people to know that if you go into these clubs, like sex is not a mandate, right? Like you ain't got to. No, yeah, correct. I mean, it's more like a dance club scene. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's there, you know, having a few drinks, dancing, hanging out, and then there are playrooms in the back that you can go to and use if you like. But most right. of the time, people just go there for the social aspect. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
And then people are comfortable, you know, again, with being themselves there because they are within a community of people that are literally just like them. They don't have to hide. They don't have to hide themselves. And I think that's really important too. So, um, so, all right, clubs, clubs are good. Um, You also said online communities, but we talked about that, you know, I'm, I'm not real myself personally aren't you know i'm not really big on show me your boobs um but can i can i just be frank for a second like i know i say this for the online community but i physically met a guy spoke with him face to face we we um exchanged phone numbers and by the time i was getting home which was maybe an hour later i was already being asked my bra size so wow Wow. (laughs) so i guess it's like hit or miss right like i guess it really doesn't matter if if you're online or if you're meeting somebody in person like if the person is a jerk, they're just going to be a jerk. Exactly. You know? and, and online, that's going to come across as well. I mean, a lot of these um, online communities um, are similarly set up like Facebook type, you know, you can instant message and, and a lot of people put, you know, all of their preferences, what they're into. So you kind of have an idea if there's somebody that you even want to talk to to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of a big deal. Okay. Okay, so what you're saying is kind of going go into it with, I don't want to say a type. Can I say a type? Like you, sure. you automatically know who, who you want to talk to, and you know, I'm not, not nah, this is never gonna work. And exactly. I know. Um, oh, so that's a good question. Do you guys kind of pick together, or do you say? I, my question. Let me rephrase that. My question is, are you going to other married couples? Are you going to single individuals? Um, And if you guys are going to married or even single individuals, are you telling each other, this is what I like, this is what I don't like? How do you all make the decision on who you all will actually, you know, partner with? Well, you know, it'll be a mutual thing. Um, and it's typically married couples. Um, we haven't done the single male joining us or single female joining us. Okay. Uh, we haven't, we haven't dived into that yet, but, um, mm-hmm. married couples, you know, getting to know them, we each kind of know each other's type, but you know, we, we know that each other wants somebody intelligent that, you know, make you laugh. So then we, you know, we go on a few dates with these people and, and that's when we kind of discuss it, you know, well, are you into him? Are you into her? You know, and, and we're, we're not one of those couples that will take one for the team. If we're both not attracted to the couple, mm-hmm. then we just don't go there. So. Oh, well, that's great. I mean, because that can be a really awkward situation to where you're like, I'm, I don't even like this person, but I mean, you're kind of into it whatever (laughs) you know and and you you'll hear that sometimes too um you know because within my coaching business you'll kind of hear hear it a lot well I tried this but you know I wasn't really into it but because my spouse wanted to do it I just went ahead with it Uh and so because there wasn't a mutual agreement it caused a whole bunch of issues 
um, within our household. And I feel like it's, it's really great that you guys have that understanding of this is, this is who, you know, we're going to be with. And if, if you don't like them, I don't like them. And we just not going to take one for the team. So I do feel like that's, that's a really important factor. Um, so any resources out there for people that are just learning or, or, or want to know more um, about the lifestyle? There are a ton of podcasts out there, actually. Okay. They are lifestyle couples that, you know, every week talk about it. Um, there's some pretty big, pretty big ones. Um, I can't, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of some of the names, but I know if you search for lifestyle podcasts, they will mm-hmm. all come up. And they're okay. very informative and they cover, you know, any, any topic, anything that they had an issue with, you know, whether one partner was jealous and how they handled it. And, you know, there's just so, so much to learn from that, from people's experiences. And the podcasts are really great for that. Okay. So, all right, everybody, what I will do is I will go ahead and um, I'll try to find some resources for you and I'll kind of upload them to the, the episode bio link that way if you all are interested in some of the resources they will be right there at your fingertips um because awesome. I'm, I'm really big on um giving folks resources of um, course yeah so tell me is there anything else you feel like is missing from this conversation like did we did did we cover enough did we miss something because I, I want our listeners to get it all okay well I think uh, one one important thing we didn't touch on is that uh, being in the lifestyle the women are in control um, you know mm-hmm. I think the men feel very lucky that they're even getting to do this because they are more sexually driven usually than women and okay. so the women are in control I would have never thought that honestly <laughs> really uh-huh. I would I'm like that would honestly that would have never come across my mind because and I'm I'm gonna be completely honest here too like maybe I'm throwing some some stigma out there but you really associate this again with what you've heard in the past of the men wanting this right like this is a man thing the man wanting this the women just we just doing it so yeah. that's good to hear that we in control yeah, we are. And, and, um, you know, if we're not comfortable, it's a no consent mm-hmm. is, is a must and respect. I mean, if that's not there, you're not going to have friends. <laughs> yes. 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 I hear that 100% consent, consent. And then All right. uh, I think the other thing too was, you know, we had, we briefly kind of touched on, um, kind of rules, mutual agreements Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that's really, Mm -hmm. really important to talk to your partner about. It can always change. It's always, you know, uh, um, flowing, evolving. Um, But just always be sure you're not pressuring your partner to do something they don't want to do and discuss Mm -hmm. your boundaries. You know, is kissing okay? You know, et cetera. What can you do? That's pretty important as well. So I'm glad you mentioned that because um, in the past I read, recorded an episode about uh, BDSM and you know there's a whole bunch of what you can and cannot do when it comes to BDSM and I, I think like they're kind of 
written in stone without being written in stone. <laughs> like right. people just know. So I guess my question to you is, is this something like our rules and principles, something that they could find online? Or is it something that you really just need to sit down with your significant other and kind of come up um, with together? Um, you know, there's, there's basically two big ones as far as, you know, you decide if you're soft swap, which is, you know, anything but intercourse and then full swap is everything else plus. Okay. And that's something mm -hmm. that as a couple, you guys decide what you're going to, you're, you're comfortable with. Um, that's the biggest thing that, you know, a lot of these podcasts and, and websites will go over things that most couples consider rules, but you okay. know, it's an all, all an individual thing. Okay. So you guys decide, all right, we're just going to do soft swap, right? I'm, I'm sure it's imperative for the other couple to know, like, these are our rules, correct? <laughs> correct. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a discussion when, when you're dating, when you go out on okay. a few dates, you kind of mm -hmm. tell them what, what you're, you know, into, if this is, so you can kind of, you know, a lot of the couples that have been in it for a long time are usually more full swap and they're not interested in just, you know, kissing and touching and stuff like that. So that kind of, okay. you know, mm -hmm. divides that out. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's really good to know um, because, you know, again, you want to make sure everybody <laughs> is fully informed of the decisions that you all are making when it comes to something this important. Um, I, I'm going to ask you again, is there anything else that we're missing or, do, you know, did we cover everything Okay, perfect. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Thank you. I was like, oh, yeah, she's absolutely correct. Yeah, um, that's really the most important things, and I totally <laughs> forgot to talk about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, let me, let me ask her. She'll do this. So, all right. So what I'll do is I'll actually just um, edit out that end part, and, um, and then I'll edit out this beginning and just kind of splice them together, and it'll come together great. I did okay. want to ask you also, did I slip up and say your name anytime? In the I don't think so. No. So I'll go back and listen. Cause I don't think I did either. I'll go back and listen. And if I did, I'll go ahead and beep that out. You know, just beep. Um, you know, I could have just used my name. Nobody knows me in Houston. True. True. <laughs> true. You're right. But you know, they might be like, Oh, I recognize her voice. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're like, who is that? But okay, so um, I'll actually start off to, you know, is there anything um, that you feel like that we missed out? We already talked about uh, the other. So then we could just go into uh, safe sex and routine testing. Okay. Okay. All right. So is there anything else? Um, we're finishing up here. Is there anything else that we missed that you deem important to let all of our listeners know? Safe sex is the most important thing in this and routine text testing. We usually do every six months. Um, okay. Just to be on the safe side, but you know, safe sex, it's too risky out there to do anything else. 
It absolutely is. I agree with that 100%. So when we're talking safe sex, we are talking all partners involved. When we're talking routine testing, I do have a question. Is it just you and your your um, significant other being tested or are you all going? I mean, I know you're probably not going as a unit, but is everybody in, I don't know, like, what do I call it? <laughs> like, is everybody in your relationship? going to get tested well i mean we hope so we don't know for sure if everybody is or not but it's kind of um expected you know out of respect and the safety of everyone around you if there's a couple out there that has not been tested and they have something and i've passed it on to others that is known throughout the community immediately. So, you know, uh, for everyone's safety and for yourself, you're, you're going to go get tested. Okay, perfect. Because I was just, I was wondering if there was like this underlying rule. I know we spoke of rules earlier. Like, is there this underlying rule that says after six months or so, everybody needs to show papers? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, let's go on a date. And let me see your STD papers if you're free and clear. you know here's a funny thing right we we talk about those first dates and it's you know we it's funny the stuff you should probably mention um on first dates and uh again full transparency here like my last kiddo um we had a sickle cell scare okay and it right, right when he was born the doctors called us and was like, hey, he needs to come back. His, we found his blood is sickled. So, you know, he may have sickle cell anemia. And I was like, who the hell would ever thought that that's probably the first question you should ask on a date? Like, <laughs> we have sickle cell. <laughs> you know, are you a carrier? Like, it's just, you know, certain things you just don't know. But I am glad that you mentioned that routine testing and safe sex is important and that is important important in every you know intimate relationship that you're in not just a relationship you know within a lifestyle so I do want to thank you for sharing that tidbit with us anything else no I think that's all I've got All right. Well, again, I thank you so very much for joining us. I am really appreciative um, because I know how hard that, you know, sometimes having these conversations can be. And I know that there is a ton of stigma attached to it. And this is why we're doing this podcast. We don't want that stigma attached to any of these conversations. So again, thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope you have a fab day. Thank you so much. You too.